Welcome to my podcast, The Government Mechanic. I am your host, Dr. Lynn Sandra Kahn. I am the government mechanic. And my job is to help you learn how to look under the hood of government so you can analyze exactly what's broken and decide what actions will fix what problems. And we need to do this because our agencies are not delivering the results that we, the American people, want and deserve and have paid for. My guest today in episode two, the playbook, is a repeat visitor from episode one, Kathy Monahan, who in 2016 agreed to be my vice presidential running mate. And we traveled the country and talked to thousands, hundreds, thousands and thousands of people listening, listening deeply to what they had to say. In this episode, I want to describe a framework, what I'm calling the playbook, so that when you start looking under the hood of government, whether it's for an agency you've just been put in charge of, or an agency you're working in, or you're a consultant helping agency leaders transform their departments and organizations, or part of the American public who just wants to understand how could it be that our agencies and our government are not delivering the goods. So what I wanna talk about is a framework for looking at organizational issues. Kathy and I have gone back and forth about whether, well, is it a seven layer cake? Is it a seven story office building? Is it a seven layer dip? But I'm gonna go with a seven layer cake. So here is my playbook for changing our government agencies. You have to look at these seven levels. The first level, the bottom level in many ways, is the foundation, it is mission and vision. Mission is what is the purpose of my organization and vision is what future direction are we going in. So mission is where are we now, vision is where are we going. And if you don't have that clear and accurately reflecting the kinds of changes that need to be put in place, everything else falls apart. You have to have clear, mission and vision. The second level, the second layer are the goals. What high level activities are gonna get your mission accomplished? How are you gonna get there? What are your goals? And within those goals, you can have very specific strategies, you can have very specific measures in mind, but you have to articulate your goals and you can't have 20 of them. You need just a clean set, four, five, six. I like six usually strategic goals. The next layer up is offices and teams and programs. It's kind of how is that organization divided up? So where are the offices? As someone coming in, eventually you'll start looking at, well, you know, these offices don't talk to each other, or they're not really lined up with the mission, or they don't think any of those strategic goals relate to the work that they're doing. The next level of detail after the goals are programs and offices. And then actually, as Kathy talked about a little bit in the episode one, the fourth layer is bureaucracy and all the administrative processes, hiring, firing, personnel, staffing, contracting, all of those different kinds of processes and all the bureaucracy. It's as difficult for people to navigate inside government as it is for American citizens to understand these forms and how to apply for grants. 
for me, the fifth level or fifth layer of an organization is communication and coordination. I think agency leaders terribly underestimate the amount of time they need to spend coordinating and communicating. Communicating within their agency to the people that are trying to understand these changes, communicating across agencies, if the work requires agreeing on steps with other agencies and out to the American people. And if we just look at all the pad communication on COVID and the different kinds of advice and conflicting advice, we can see how important communication is and coordinating the efforts of all the different agencies that are involved in any one complicated issue. The sixth level for me is measures of success. How do we know that you did what you said you were gonna do? Sadly, most government agencies emphasize process as their most important measure. How many cases? How fast did we do them? Were there a lot of repeats? That's not an outcome that people care about. Nobody cares about numbers of cases. What they care about is, are our veterans getting the help that they want? Are the suicide numbers going down? Are our communities healthier than they used to be? Are our roads and bridges safe and up to date? People care about outcomes, not paperwork. And most of the time, the measurement systems that agencies use are not about results that people care about. And I think the top layer, is there icing on this cake? I don't know. But the top layer is really culture, which impacts everything. The organizational culture is the sum of the beliefs, the assumptions, what we hold to be true. And it may or may not be what people outside that agency believe are important, but inside the agency, the beliefs, assumptions, and values can drive behavior in a direction that supports good outcomes or gets in the way. So that's my way of thinking about the different layers of any government agency. They're all pretty much organized the same way. I mean, they're doing different things and they call it different things and you might have different numbers of departments and offices and all that, but they all have a mission, they all have a vision, they all have goals, they all have measures of success, they have all figured out how to divide their agency, and they all need to really look at how well they're communicating and coordinating. So that's my playbook, and in some ways it's a checklist, but I hope it gives people that are really thinking about how to change their agency a playbook so you know where to start and what to do. Kathy. Um, first and foremost, that top layer, that is a frosting because if it's not on the top and even, the cake's not gonna look good to begin with, but it needs to come down the sides so all the layers know what it is. So it's a frosting. So all there's right. your answer like for that. that one. Seventh layer is a frosting. <laughs> measures, measures, measures. Measures are so important. One of the things that I used to argue with people about, they'd be like, let's measure this. And I'm like, keep in mind, what gets measured gets done. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Inevitably, when you are setting up in law enforcement, which was the area I was doing the planning in for the most part, somebody would always say, we need to know how many people we've arrested. I'm like, no, we don't. We could arrest billions of people and it's not going to do anything for the program 
you have to be aware of what's going on in law enforcement, what the needs are, and who the people are who are actually doing the crime, just not generically saying, I need to arrest five people today to meet my goal. No, that's not what you want to do. Like they say, what gets measured gets done. You have to keep that in mind when you're putting them together. And you have to be careful how you word them. Yes. Because people will interpret it the wrong way and they'll say, but you told me to do that. No, that's not what I told you to do. But you have to have measures at all levels. You have to almost, in a certain sense, you kind of have to think of the mission and vision as like Uber measures. They're the, they're the things you want to achieve eventually. But you need the other things coming in and coming up to feed that. We used to, the Canadian government has a little triangle thing that looks like our food pyramid that they use when they're figuring out what they have to measure because they take this level and they have measures there and then they have measures, that, but that's how they do it. And I looked at it when they did it the first time, I said, it's a food triangle. <laughs> <You know? Yep. laughs> Which um, we know when the basis was carbohydrates did not help our obesity and diabetes. I cut back on carbs. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember that food pyramid when it was eat more carbs and mm-hmm. there was no indication of what it was doing to your body. There was no understanding. Uh, so another area in which picking the right measure matters. And what, exactly. what you and I are saying is there's a difference between process and outcome. So process is like the number of people arrested. It's the paperwork. It's the number of cases. The outcome is reduced violence, reduced crime, improved safety. Those are the measures that people care about. And those are the outcome measures. And what you and I have found is in many, many, many government agencies, it's not what's being measured. No. They're not measuring outcomes that people care about. What else has been your experience going into agencies trying to help them? A total lack of communication. Yeah. And it's at all levels. Everybody thinks this is my little niche and I have to kind of keep this on my desk. If I share it with somebody else, they might take credit for it. And then what happens to me? It's not, you know, you're missing the point. (laughs) Yeah. The point is to get the agency's job done correctly in a prompt manner. You cannot do that if you hold on to yours and say, I'm not sharing what I know, because if you don't share what you know, then this person is going to mess up theirs. And if they mess her up theirs, then the whole table is going to go kerfuffle. Yep. 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 I was always astonished at how agency leaders, especially new leaders, underestimate how important communication is. I mean, you know, they think, well, I'll have a town hall meeting once a month. No, if you're moving an agency from one place to another place, if you want to make a change, if you're not going to just focus on number of arrests, but is crime going down? Are the people that are arrested reoffending after they come out of whatever they've been, wherever they've been incarcerated? Um, outcomes that matter and communicating, this is the change that we want to happen. So it just it's exactly what you're saying about communication. So many agency leaders just think every once in a while is enough. And it's not, it's just not, it has to be almost every day, certainly a couple times a week and every week, month in and month out. This is where we're going. This is what's happening. This is why it's important. Um, So whether it's town hall meetings or all hands meetings 
or newsletters or interactive video conferences, communication needs to be constant. But yet you, another area where it's tricky, and I'm not sure I have the answer to that, but it's an answer that needs to be, it's a question that needs to be addressed. When you're talking about levels of security, particularly in counterterrorism, one law enforcement agency may find out something about a potential attack, but they don't want to tell another agency that would be impacted by that about it because we're doing this, not them. You can't do that. Even if you're going between the Department of Defense and a law enforcement agency, it can be terminology too. There's a classic example. There was a problem. I want to say it was in New York City, but it might've been over in Jersey. But anyway, the, the military had been brought in to back up the local police force. The local police force was going into some buildings where we knew there were problem potential terrorist activities. They were going into those buildings. The military were supposed to be their backup. One of the police segments was going into the building, turned to the military and said, cover me. In law enforcement, cover me means have your gun at the ready to protect me if necessary. For the military, cover me means lay down cover, like shoot. <laughs> you know, and so the police officers are trying to go in and the soldiers are starting to shoot and the wow. police are going, no, no, you said cover. No, not that kind of cover, our kind of cover, not your kind of cover. Something that probably should have been discussed before we got to the building. And they don't, yeah. they, they just assume that everybody speaks the same language and it's almost never the case. Yep. Absolutely true. Absolutely. And so for me, part of what helps those kinds of issues is putting in place what I've called enduring mechanisms of coordination. What are the task forces, senior policy meetings, whatever you want to call them? What is that structure where people from different agencies can come together so their actions are coordinated? So what I've learned is important when you see the kind of miscommunication that you're talking about is that that project needs some kind of enduring mechanism of coordination. And it could be, and I've seen them in a lot of places, the senior policy people from different organizations, different departments get together. It happens, I do think it happens more in law enforcement. Yes, it does. It, and it does in other areas, but where enough schools and teachers and pediatricians involved in the decision about how and where and when kids wear masks. I don't know, it doesn't, I'm not sure there is that kind of interagency policy structure that lets people talk to someone who is a different area of expertise. I probably the nicest compliment I ever had is uh, there was going to be a meeting among the Department of Defense, Department of Homeland Security, and other related agencies. And the gentleman who was leading it was out of Northcom, NORAD. And he said, I need Kathy at the meeting. <laughs> and my boss was like, why do you need Kathy? And he said, because she's the only person I know who can speak DOD to DHS and make them understand. And she can speak DHS to DOD and make us understand. So she has to be at the meeting because she's the only one I know who can do that. 
And for people listening to our podcast, DOD means the Department of Defense and DHS means the Department of Homeland Security. Well, great. Good for you. Good for you. I said 32 years in government and I still speak in initials. <laughs> so the layers. So when someone is going into an agency or been appointed the leader of an agency or someone like us or consultants to agencies or new leaders, it is really important to be able to step back and go, all right, what are all the different layers and areas that I need to think about? And that's why we're talking about these seven layers. So it's both, it's mission and vision. It's are the goals right? Do we need to change the way our high level strategic goals are worded? What kinds of programs support those goals? Do we have those programs? Are they in place? Are they funded is another one. What are the processes that we need to think about? The staffing, the hiring, the contracting, the promoting, what kinds of processes do we need to think about? So that kind of a complex project that involves people from different agencies, how is, how is that gonna help? What are we gonna do to help them out? And at the same time, it's kind of what we've been talking about, it's important to both of us, is measures of success. How do we know you did what you said you were gonna do? And what you said you were gonna do, do the American people really care about that? Are we getting the results, the outcomes that we want? And then finally, thinking through, if you're trying to change your agency, um, thinking through what are the cultural issues? And it's really hard to put your finger on that. It's just, it could be really very much behind the scenes, very vague. But there's a point at which you need to talk about what parts of the culture are supporting the new emphasis, the new programs, the change in direction, the new mission, and what's getting in the way. As an agency, you also have to be aware, agencies and departments just restructure all the time. And you have to keep in mind, if you're going to restructure, you can't just send out a memo saying, we've restructured. You re actually have to reach out to them, like you're saying, yeah. and say this, that, and the other. All those points you were making, it struck me, those are the ingredients in your cake. Yes, ma'am. Yes, indeedy. And that's what they are. So to summarize, this is episode two of my podcast, The Government Mechanic. My guest, Kathy Monahan, was my vice presidential running mate in the end of 2015 and all of 2016. Um, and we got together because we both worked on the reinventing government staff. We both have done strategic planning. Kathy's done a lot more operational planning. I've learned to say that I do strategic planning and implementation roadmaps. So I do planning and roadmaps. I like detailed roadmaps. So this is our way of thinking about what's that checklist? What's the playbook for when you go into agency and know it's dysfunctional, you know something's wrong. How do you think through the different aspects? And as you've said, you got to go all the way down, all the way through. You got to look at all the layers and all the ingredients because they are interacting with each other. You can't, as you said, you can't just issue a memo saying our mission has changed. So that's why we're having this conversation. That's why I really, not only am I incredibly grateful to the wonderful Kathy Monahan for agreeing to be my vice presidential running mate, and going on this amazing 
journey across the United States of America. Uh, thank you for helping me explain and giving examples for how it is that we think about what's going on inside a government department or agency when we know it's not functioning the way the American people want it. I'm more than happy to be a part of that. I believe in it so strongly. I know you're even more passionate about measures than I am. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> it's always the first thing you talk about. <laughs> I'm kind of mission, vision, and then measures. So the big lesson is there are layers and elements of organizations that the layers are the same from agency to agency. It's every agency has a mission. Every agency has a vision. They have strategic goals. They have clear strategies. They have all kinds of processes that everybody has to make their way through. They're divided up, not necessarily in the same way, but they are all divided up and it all has to hook together. And finally, we need to understand what are the measurements, the performance measurements that the American people really care about. What do they want to see? Well, thank you, Kathy, for coming on here. Thank you to everyone out there listening to us. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. Come back next week for episode three. We're going to discuss veteran suicide, a difficult issue. We're going to talk about it from the point of view. What are the mechanics of the Department of Veterans Affairs and where are they having their most problems? Come back next week and hear how we would deal with veteran suicide from the point of view of what are the mechanics of government and how do you make changes? Hang in there with my podcast. And pretty soon, you can be a government mechanic, too. <laughs>